G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And welcome to our preview series of the Australia Decides songs. And who are we talking about today, Michael? We're off to one of the more experienced performers. We're talking about Ella Hooper and Data Dust, I believe. We are indeed. Now, a little bit about Ella Hooper herself. Mm-hmm. Experience, you're totally right there. Now, a lot of people will know her for being the front woman of Killing Heidi, a huge band in Australia in the late 90s, well, 1999 and 2000 particularly, um, they had their hits Weir and Mascara. Mascara got to number one, actually, even though Weir is probably the better known song, reached number six. Uh, their album went to number one in Australia, and they got four arias, including Album of the Year. That's a pretty good deal. On top of that, Triple J Hottest 100, which is just known for being this really, like, you know, authentic music, indie kind of thing. We came number two in 1999 of all the songs in um, Australia, well, worldwide. So that's a real vote of confidence in what Killing Heidi were all about. They were that indie rock band that everyone loved. I loved it. You know, I was 18, 19, loving this. Um, real authentic musician. She kind of left... Um, Killing Heidi for a while. They are doing recent stuff, but she's also known for doing stuff on Spicks and Specs, which is a TV show, a bit of a musical quiz going on there. And she also does a Today FM radio as well. So um, multi-talented, um, very authentic, great musician in Australia. Yeah, and she's also like she's a media personality. She's mm. not just a musician, so she's going to have recognizability factor there. Definitely. Gotcha. Definitely. Well, anyway, let's have a listen to the song. We have Ella Hooper and Dada Okay, um, well, there's a song. Let's talk about some of the things that we like about it. Uh, Michael, do you want to go first? Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll go for okay, this. Look, this has got really good energy, and I think it's really a, quite a little catchy song. Mm. Um, it's really quite pleasing to the ear, I've got to say. It really is. And it's a genre that I think is going to be familiar to Australian audiences. And when you're in a competition that you need to get votes from the Australian audience, that's a real positive. Um, you know, I, I like her. I think she's amazing. I think she's really bubbly and really like, a, you know, really, really nice. And that's going to count for a lot. And also that experience, that experience on stage, that experience about performing and selling is going to be a big, massive advantage compared to some of her competitors. Yeah, she's not going to be overawed by the um, the experience and being on a big TV show there. Uh, what genre would you call it, since it was meant to be something that grabbed people, Michael? <laughs> Look, for me, this is a little pop rock. Yeah. yeah a little pop rock, a bit of indie sort of, fire, you know, just because you have a Could... couple of guitars in the background doesn't make it indie, but, yeah. you know, it's got that sort of, yeah, that yeah. pop rock feel. No, fair enough. I was just interested to see what you were going to call it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, I totally agree. Catchy. Um really upbeat the beats per minute are actually really quite quick it's really it grabs you and i think that's why it's worth for a lot of people uh, i think there's a message in the song that to me it doesn't grab me because i think you know everyone worries about using their iphone way too much like <laughs> are, you, I, are you lax on cyber security <laughs> are you? <laughs> no i just feel like you know social media exists it's not all bad um but i understand that you know this message will work for people like there is a message in the song um mm-hmm. it doesn't work for me but look, there's a retro feel to this song that I think she is, you know, really doing quite well, and I think it suits her in that way. And you're right, she is great. Her 
voice is great. Those screams she does. Yeah. Oh, they're fantastic. I just remember it. Like, every time I hear it, I just remember those screams she does, and I think she'll do a great live performance. Yeah, I've got, I've got a feeling it's going to be a good live performance. Should we talk about things that we think might be uh, a bit of a con on this one? Mm. Look, so dated, don't <laughs> I, know. I use the term retro. I know. I've got in here brackets. You just said retro. There's a difference between retro. And it definitely is in the style of that 90s, 80s pop. Mm. Fair enough. Um, I guess you'd call it retro. To me, to my ear, that's dated. Um, this, unfortunately, lacks... The song lacks competition elements for me. You know, where is... Why would I be compelled to vote for this? Where are the high points on this? What, what's what's going to grab me out through the screen and, and make me want to vote for this? And unfortunately, the studios don't deliver that for me at all, I'm afraid. As pleasing as the thing is. Um, I have also here as a possible negative... The staging. We're, we're into what? What can you do with this? Mm. I mean, really. And I mean, to me, it, it'll be a great little live song in the in the stadium, and people will bop along to it. I'm sure she'll get everyone swinging away and dancing away. But it doesn't strike me as a TV song, or is going to give a dramatic performance that's that's going to compel me to vote. Yeah, indie pop rock can be quite hard to get across well on TV, no matter who you are. Um, you know, and I, I have written here as much as I said retro is a positive. I've written dated slash retro now look it might be dated for you because you know you lived through the 80s mm. and music and probably were going out underage and buying cigarettes underage and you've lived this um, but there's a lot of people who haven't lived through that 80s sound and, and they really like that and they see it as a retro sound and something that they're really into so yeah sorry about that um, but I do see the fact for a lot of people this is going to be a dated song so there is a con there um, I think also this to me is obvious that someone else has written the song. Yes. I think there is a disconnect between the artist and the song. I think she's fully embraced it and I think it's a good song and I think she's a great artist but I can tell that Ella Hooper hasn't written the song. Yes. I, I think that's just something that comes across for me and if you like her as an artist I think you'll pick that up as well. Um, on top of that if this actually went anywhere if this somehow managed to win Eurovision this has got no chance of qualifying as well like in out of a semi-final because this kind of genre doesn't particularly always do very well at Eurovision I'm thinking like Triana Park from Latvia who were amazing in terms of doing rock as a genre I'm not saying this is the same don't give me that look <laughs> but like if they can't qualify this can't qualify yeah. that was kind of where I was going with it and I've also written Big question mark, staging. I just don't know how they're going to stage this for a TV event in a Eurovision style. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll look like, I think it's going to come across as fun on stage or whatever, but dramatic and compelling? Mm, I don't know. True, true. All right. What well, are some of our other fans think? Yeah, who's, look, who's we, we, we had um, Josh, um, and he had some words about Data Dust. Ella Hooper huh? with Data Dust is another one of my favourites, and yes, it is quite dated, but I do think it is one of its strengths. Um, when she was a part of Killing Heidi in the late 90s and early 2000s, that was the kind of genre she was in, and she was known for that. So I think people will appreciate that. Ultimately, it's a really fun entry with an interesting modern message, uh, which is quite different. I don't think it'll win, but it is certainly a lot of fun, and people might pick up their phones to vote for it. Well, there you go. Look, Josh is a young guy. Yeah. Um, he sees this as, as, a, as a good fun song. He really likes it. And he's not the first young person, I do know some young people, who actually really <laughs> like this song, which has really surprised me. I think it is I a worry, song... I worry about the young <laughs> Dale. I really do. No, it's good. I like it. And also the fact they knew who Ella Hooper was. And even if they don't, they're going to discover her. And I really like that about it. And I think there is some 
possible, you know, generational gaps being addressed here, and that's great. Because <laughs> we can all talk about cybersecurity together Absolutely. through song. <laughs> Let's wrap and rank on this one, shall we? All right, I'm going to say here, again, this is a good national final song. I am glad the song is in the selection. I quite enjoy it. To be honest, when it comes on, I don't think I'd sort this song out or seek it out. But when it comes on, I actually don't mind it. Um, <laughs> I've got to say, and from what I hear from some of her interviews, she's fairly realistic that she's probably not going to go through. But she believes in the song and she wants to really perform it and embrace the occasion. So hats off to you, Ella. That's really fantastic. With my ranking, this is not a reflection of what I think of the song. It's just a reflection of the strength of this selection. I popped it in 10th. Oh. <laughs> you can talk now. Don't yeah, you? I'm actually really <laughs> shocked you put it in 10th place. Um, because I think it, it, you know, even in a selection, it deserves better than that. Somebody's got to come 10th. Yeah, yeah, no, no, true. And I think it also does show. I mean, I'm not going to put it that much higher. So I, I can't get on my high horse about it. Because again... I really like it. When it comes on, I listen to it. I think it's great. It's bringing diversity to the national final. I really enjoy the song. I think I'll enjoy it in the arena. I have put it in eighth place. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair so enough. I can't get two, yeah, two, two places higher. Jeez. I'm just really shocked that you... I know some other ones you put above it. I'm surprised. But anyway, let's look at what the hundreds of Australian Eurofans um, that we went out and asked what they think about this. And, hey, they've actually put it higher than both of us. Mm. They've placed it in seventh. Okay. 3.5% of the vote, of the our mock telly vote. So uh, this is grabbing people, maybe more than it's grabbing us. Having and definitely that, more than you. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I'm not banging it out. <laughs> Having said that, when you're getting into that part of that survey, it's pretty close. You know, what, uh, what percentage did you get? Oh, she look. I think it's actually close between um, six and seventh, and then she is quite a bit above um, Aiden, who was in okay, fair enough. One well, no, Aiden in ninth, and also whoever was in eighth, which we haven't revealed yet. Like I said, it's just a reflection of the strength of the entire selection, and that this one didn't resonate with me. I don't hate it, people. I don't hate it. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not crucifying you here. It's all good. I think it's a great addition to it. Anyway, well, let us know what you think about this. You can always grab us at Aussie Vision Net on all our socials. But thanks for joining us today. Thanks, guys. Or you could hack our socials because we don't do cybersecurity, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks for joining Quick, us. I better guys. update my software. All right, <laughs> see you later. <laughs>